Welcome to StoryCorps Columbus. I'm Leticia Wiggins. As many NPR listeners will know, StoryCorps is the national nonprofit that collects and preserves stories from across the country in its mobile recording studio. A select few of those interviews are edited for weekly broadcast during Morning Edition. StoryCorps Columbus will bring you interviews from Central Ohioans who share their stories during StoryCorps' recent visit to our city. Today, a story about communicating without the spoken word. Katie was born deaf, but this didn't stop her from finding other ways to relate to others. Her parents, Jane and John Burns, remember Katie's earliest signs of communicating, her intelligence and love of music. Even though Katie passed at a young age, she had an incredible impact on the deaf community. So John, when did you first notice Katie was trying to communicate with us? and particularly with you? Her first communication, um, strangely enough, was uh, was wiggling her eyebrows. Because she was deaf and, and couldn't make any sound, or sounds didn't register with her, she would observe us, and, and we'd be looking down, and particularly me, I with my horn rim glasses, when I would see her, I'd come in with an excited expression, and my eyebrows would pop up above my glasses. Her, um, her wiggling of her eyebrows led the developmental pediatrician in the hospital to tell us that she, you know, she said, this girl's, there's something going on uh, inside that girl who wants to really communicate with us, and was really a bright little girl who did not have the ability to speak, but communicate in other ways. So music was um, very important in our lives, but here was Katie, she was deaf, she couldn't hear the music. So what we would do is we would get the speakers off the stereo, we would put them in the great room, we would sit her on top of the speakers, and we would turn the music loud so that it would blast our house and actually shake our house. And Katie actually would sit on top of the speakers and feel those vibrations. And so it was around December when Katie was um, just turned two years old when our neighbor had invited us to come to a, an event at her church so we could watch the Christmas pageant with the little children. Jack and I went. You stayed home with Katie. And I remember leaving that church. Quite sad because Katie would not hear Christmas carols. But it was fascinating. Two days after that event, I got a phone call from Pam from the Deaf Institute. And she said, are you going to be home on Wednesday night? We'd like to come over. I didn't ask who we was. And so they came over on Wednesday. And along with Pam and Brian came a large group of deaf people who came, and their purpose in coming was to sign sign carols for Katie, Christmas carols, actually. And Katie loved that evening. Do you remember that? How much she loved that evening when the deaf came and signed Christmas carols. And that actually became a tradition in our family for many years, where the deaf would come and we would sign carols. When we had some time, you know, had the few days for the her death to settle in and and you know we did plan her funeral and um we wanted to truly celebrate her life and not focus on the sadness of her death we had the deaf community choir come in and and sign the songs at the at the mass and uh, various prayers that we had her pallbearers represented different aspects of her life um a teacher her favorite teacher who she she had a crush on a therapist, nurses, a doctor, and a family friend who had been with her throughout and helped her learn and become part of the deaf community, so all very symbolic. For a little f- five-year-old, we were amazed that over a 1,000 people came to her 
uh, celebration of life. Katie's deafness introduced our family to the deaf community and expanded our awareness about other ways of communicating besides a spoken word. Jane and John Burns were recorded in the StoryCorps booth during its recent visit to Columbus. StoryCorps Columbus is a production of WOSU Public Media. It's produced by me, Leticia Wiggins, and edited by Mike Thompson. Additional podcast editing by Michael DeBonis. WOSU's digital content director is Nick Hauser. Our chief content director, arts, life, and culture, is Brent Davis. Here's something that resonates with you. Share this episode on social media and subscribe to the StoryCorps Columbus podcast at wosu.org slash StoryCorps or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.